Hi, I'm Tony Kramer with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 140, and today we are going to be talking about Work Planner. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcast app. We've got it on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, and we've recently added Spotify to that list. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. We have got another episode of Jake and Tony Talk. And uh, this episode, as I mentioned, we are going to be talking about Work Planner. Now, Jake, this is something brand new that John Deere just released, and it is a cool tool. Yeah, this is kind of a, a glimpse into the future. It really is. This is this is going to create some automation in our setup file uh, usage, engagement. Uh, it always seems like good documentation is, is hard to come by because when you're in a hurry, you, that's the last thing you really care about. You just want to get going. And we, we joked about that a lot in the last episode where we talked about 111 being the most popular client farm field, the you know product one being the most pro- popular product. Now we're going we're gonna to discuss some of the really cool features of uh, Work Planner that, that I think you're going to really like. Absolutely. And you mentioned it there. So back in episode 139, if you haven't listened to that one, we really encourage you to go back, uh, listen to that episode. We talked all about preparing for the growing season. What are things that can be done in the operations center prior to hitting the field? Now, this is going to piggyback kind of on that same process. Uh, Work Planner works very closely with all of that pre-planning and preparation. And Jake, you mentioned it's kind of a glimpse of the future of what we know today or what we've known in the past as setup files. Mm -hmm. So what you would normally do or traditionally do, and keep in mind, you still have to do with a GS3 display or a GS2 display, but you would create a setup file that would include your client farm field, your boundaries, your varieties, hybrids, products, all of that stuff, guidance lines. All of that stuff would be in a setup file. Now, moving forward, Work Planner is for the Gen 4 family of displays. Work Planner is kind of that new version. But Jake, why don't you tell our listeners, you know, really what is Work Planner and how is it different than Setup Builder or Setup File Creation? Okay. So Setup File Creation to me, when I think about it, it's kind of all this, you do all this pre-work on the backside, you create one file and you move on. You send it to the machine and kind of what you've got in the list is what you've got in the list, you move on. What Work Planner is really set up to do is to streamline or mainstream that whole process where we, we've we kind of seen glimpses of how Operations Center, how, how, how it's, it's now called Operations Center Web is what the, the web-based 
traditional operations center is. And we have seen this transition on version 5.0. So that's also something to keep in mind. If you haven't touched my operations for a while, uh, you're going to want to go into the Google Play or the App Store and go and get yourself an update because uh, we're up to version 5.0. And uh, if, you, if you're not seeing that little plan button at the bottom of the page or on the, on the bottom of your screen, be it on your, your phone or on your tablet or your I- iPad, I guess it would be, uh, you're not uh, you're not going to be able to do this. So that's the first thing to probably do. So wait, wait, wait. You're telling me <laughs> that in on these mobile devices, if I go and I op, I update uh, my my operations, yeah. or now we refer to it as Operation Center, Center mobile. mobile. Yeah. If I go and update that, I will have the ability to uh, create some of this pre-planned work from the mobile app. Uh, isn't that what you always wanted? It's what I would love because, hey, my phone is always in my pocket. My iPad usually sits in a holder in my pickup that is very accessible. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and usually it's at the field edge. You realize that, oh, I don't actually have the hybrid that I, I planned in my setup file to begin with. You know, wouldn't it be great if you could either modify or or make, you know, some kind of quick edit from the cab and just hit the button instead of having to type it all manually in there so then your data doesn't match up when you bring it back in? Yeah, what if you could create a setup file from your phone and just push it right to the machine as you're sitting there? Make it a lot easier. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. Uh, so that's what Work Planner really, to me, the, the most exciting part is. It, it seems like, yeah, we'll talk about, oh, this is a new way to create setup files. And guys typically will roll their eyes at, oh, I can just see myself sitting in front of a computer and putting in all this stuff. Well, this is kind of one of those cool ways where the more stuff you have in there, even if there are things you're not going to use this year, you have every single product you've ever used in the history of your operation. Who cares? I mean, if you, even if you're going back to the way back in the day when you were using just really basic like Banville and just other name brands that you don't even use anymore, in the offshoot that you might end up running a product like that, put it in there. Put it in product manager. You can have as many products and tank mixes and combinations as you want because when you're sitting there at the field edge and you've made a change, whether you've changed a uh, use rate or a different product, you've added something to the tank mix, you don't have to call someone up because you're not going to. You, you, we all know that. You're not going to call the guy in the in the office and say, hey, will you create a new setup file and send it to me so I can go put the right hybrid in or so I can put the... No, you're going to hit one, one, one and move on with life. Well, what if we did it? You could do it right. You could do it right there from the cab, right there from your phone, from your tablet. And then you get to move on with life and you're actually collecting really good data at the beginning. So so in episode 139, uh, prior to this, we talked about all of that pre-planning and making sure our client farm field is in there, making sure we have guidance lines and boundaries and all of that stuff. Now, we also uh, on this, and we actually didn't mention it on the last one, but equipment. Making sure our equipment list is up to date, making sure we have our our tillage tools, our planters, our air seeders, sprayer, plus the boom on the sprayer, um, making sure all of that stuff is in there. And that all plays into Work Planner, correct? Yes, it does. Yeah, the whole thing, think of it as you're literally creating a, a, a... a digital recreation of what you're about to do. It's it's kind of a combination of logistics and data collection and all this type of stuff that's going to go into it. You can prioritize work, uh, and then you send these custom-tailored setup files 
by by piece. Not not the entire farming operation. You push it all at once and then hope that you got everything in there. It's literally a custom tailored setup file for just that one piece of ground, just that one operation that you're going to do out there and you can do it in real time. So that was going to be my next question. So we talked about all of the preseason setup, making sure our operation center is set to go. But my big question is, Jake, how does work planner differ from setup builder? And you kind of already talked about that. So it it's specific to each operation or each pass? Yeah, essentially it is. I mean, a setup file usually is just a generic, all your boundaries, all your guidance lines, all your flags, all your products. And it's, I mean, I kind of say it monotone because it's not the most exciting process, but work planner with 20-3 or newer for sprayers, if you're going to be running a, a John Deere F4365 or a 4 Series sprayer, or using anything that's going to be rate controller based, liquid, you know, tank rate kind of uh, base. You want to have 21-1, which uh, comes out mid-March of 2021. That is, uh, that's what you're going to need to have for display software. And at that point, you're going to have this really cool button down at the lower corner of your setup uh, screen. When you hit setup and you go insert your client farm field, uh, implement products, all that kind of stuff. You're going to have this cool little button down at the bottom that says work, <laughs> planned work. You click that button and you create these custom tailored setup files. And literally it's by project. You can send yourself little notes. Hey, watch out for the rock pile. Uh, if you're going to have uh, your niece or your nephew go and run fields and maybe they don't know all the little isms of the field, you can leave them a little note in there. And when you go into the display, you're actually going to be able to see those work instructions, the work order number if you if you work with work order numbers. Maybe it's just a way to to uh, sort things out. Maybe it's uh, right side, left side, north, south, whatever. Uh, it's just another identifier that you're going to be able to sort your post operations or doing some of your analytical work with. It's just going to be another one of those things you can sort things by. Um, but uh, you can add things by operators. So this is where it's really going to be critical. If you do have an operation and there's multiple people running a piece of equipment, have those operators pre-populated because uh, sneak peek, uh, you're going to be able to sort things by who did the work if you have this stuff pre-selected. If, if you have, hey, Jake ran this, Tony ran this, we have two operators in there, we're now going to be able to look at Tony as an operator, how many acres did he cover, or what products did Jake apply. You can, you can go back and do some of this uh, post-sorting analytical work if you have that stuff documented. So all of this stuff that that you talk about, that being able to, I mean, there are many work orders, essentially. Yeah. A work yeah. order for each field, each yep. pass, each operation. Now, my next question is, so with a standard setup file in a GS2, GS3 platform, yep. you it upload or import that setup file, and then all of the stuff is there. So you go to the next field, you pick that field for work, you go uh, whatever you're doing, planting, spraying, seeding, harvest, what have you, um, you select all that stuff. So there, there's a lot of opportunity for human error, yep. uh, fat fingering something on the display. Absolutely. It happens. We you know bet. it. Mm -hmm. 
what how what does the process look like with work planner what is the operator <laughs> gonna have to do to to get these specific work orders i mean it uh-huh. is there a process there okay so i have this big grin on my face so you can't see because you're listening right uh we should probably think about putting a camera in here so they can see some of our goofy uh faces when, when we start talking about this anyway we'll move on with life uh the cool thing about this now I go on rants and tangents about boundaries. Hey, you should have a boundary. Hey, we should redefine that boundary. Maybe we should clean up that boundary. And you'll recall from that past episode, because I'm assuming you paused this and you've gone back to that past episode and you've listened to it. So now it's like, all right, this finally makes sense What, where the heck they're going with this. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. If you have the predetermined boundary of even if it's a basic polygon of where this field is in relation to the world... As soon as the machine hits that geofence, as soon as it hits that boundary, it's going to populate on your display. Like, it's just going to pop right there. And it's going to already have your client, farm, field, how many acres it is. It's going to have your tillage. It'll have whatever you had in there for a tank rate. All the products are already pre-populated. You don't have to do anything. You literally just unfold and go. Go work. It, it even says you can you can put prescriptions in there. Literally, as soon as you hit that boundary, that prescription is going to populate. Your operator name is going to populate. Everything that your instructions are going to pop right up there on the screen. Hey, Jake, watch out for that rock pile midway through the field. All those notes are going to be right there. Your guidance lines, literally, you predefine which guidance line you want the field to open with. So if you want you want your uh, your son or daughter to hit that one first, go this direction first. I don't care if it makes more sense to go this way. I want you to do it my way. It will populate whichever guidance line you designate to be the very first pass in the field. It is the coolest. So when you pull in, and again, back to those boundaries, yeah. predefining boundaries, no matter how precise or a little off they are. Yeah. So you you pull into that boundary, aside from, I suppose, hitting OK or accept or whatever it may be, Yeah. the operator, they don't have to change a client farm field? No. They don't have to select a, a starting guidance line? No. They don't have to put in products, hybrids, varieties, or tell it that they're seeding? What you told it ahead of time, it's going to say to do. It's awesome. That there (laughs) is what I know. Talking, being in the industry and talking to people, people, there's a lot of growers I know that have wanted this for a long time. Yes. uh, Because we we talk about that the the most used hybrid in a display is hybrid number one. Mm -hmm. And it's because they don't want some of their operators to have to worry about putting that stuff in. Um, We get it. We know time is valuable. You don't want the operators to have to do that. You don't want to. And quite frankly, there's some operators out there that they're not technologically savvy. They're great, absolutely great at running a planter, but they're not very tech savvy or they don't want to push a button and and screw something up. So Having the ability for all of that stuff, so you you plan it in the office. Now we know there's some pre-work that goes into it, but if you do that step, you just made your operator, now whether the operator is you or somebody else, you just made that operator's job a lot easier, a lot quicker, and a lot more efficient because all of that stuff pre-populates. Yep. This is an awesome tool. 
This is something I know that a lot of people, again, have been asking for. Um, It's going to make things a lot more efficient. It's going to make the the user experience. Now, keep in mind, this is Gen 4 only. So there we go. Another reason to jump into utilizing that 4640 on your armrest or uh, getting into, get out of your 2630s, get into some 4640s. Um, Jumping on board with the Gen 4 platform is, it's, it is really starting to show the benefits of moving up in the technology world when it comes to John Deere ag technology. So work planner, I don't, I, you, you said it all, Jake. I don't even know. I don't have any words left for how awesome that is going to be to have set up information, to have predetermined information in your display. So we collect good, clean data it's it's a very proactive approach um it it eliminates a lot of those human errors that we all make we we select the uh the smart stacks hybrid instead of the you know instead of the vt2 or whatever the vt3 like we we all make these mistakes and the cool thing about these is that they can be edited, manipulated, changed. You can change the priorities. You can repopulate and send uh, all of that stuff. The day of, the moment you're sitting in the field, you can create one of these really quick uh, work orders in the cab if you need to make a really big change. Otherwise, you can literally take the one you already have, um, look at it in the screen, and push it right directly to the machine you're sitting in. That, that It's another reason to to utilize uh, JD Link Connect and, and wireless data transfer. It's it's a way for you to get proactive, good quality data on the front side. It, it's, it, it takes variety locator and almost throws it out the window in a sense. It's like th- we're literally going to document this pass as it truly is in real time instead of having to come back after the fact and say, well, what what I put in that south quarter field again? Was it? Was it the which was it this one or that one? It, it takes away having had that that scratch notebook. You can literally do it from the field edge, push it to the machine, and, uh, and just go work, go farm. It's fun. There you have it, work planner, uh, very newly released from John Deere, coming out uh, the beginning here of 2021. Uh, making things smoother, more efficient. Uh, Like you said, Jake, creating those work orders from field edge or whatever you need to do. Uh, Very simple, very awesome tool. If you've got any questions, reach out to your local RDO equipment store, uh, your local John Deere dealership. Uh, You can catch me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. And I am at RDO Jacob M. Work planner, another reason to dive into Gen 4, another reason just to to be more advanced in, uh, in the operation center and utilizing it. So thanks again for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see ya. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. If you have questions about the technology and products discussed or have ideas about future episodes, please leave them in the comments below. You can also subscribe to RDO's YouTube channel and be in the know about each episode or tune in on any streaming service. Thanks again for listening.